Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. Welcome, everyone, to the Confessional Podcast. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined by the currently chewing Jimmy Seleski, our producer. How are you, Jimmy? Good, man. Just swallowed. Just swallowed. Oh, good. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep us updated on that. What, what, did, <laughs> what did you just swallow? Is that the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese wake up wrap? Oh, I, the wake up wrap. I tried to hit the Dunkin' Donuts guy for um, a couple munchkins, but oh, he, he said uh, minimum you're five. In the wheels. I yeah, see. yeah. You, you wanted to get a little. Um, now, are you willing to perform your wake up rap? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm glad you asked. Let's somebody drop a beat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. No, we won't do that. Uh, but welcome, Jimmy. How's your, how's your week going? Good, man. I'm so glad we didn't do that rap. By the way, I haven't even had a sip of coffee. <laughs> Is there anything worse? I, I don't know if you guys have done like improv or whatever, but like when someone like sets you up to do a rap or a song or mm-hmm. something like yeah. out of nowhere. It's like great, dude. Um, now, Jimmy. Yes. Uh, our our guest today. Mm-hmm. She's a good friend of mine. One of my favorite people right now. We just did a, a show together. I'm trying to get some munchkins out of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. just did a show together. Uh, she put on a, a benefit show for the House of Ruth in uh, in uh, what was the what was the venue? Ah, this was at the Olive Italian the, Branch. Of yeah, University the Italian. Town. It wasn't the it wasn't the Olive Garden. It was the Olive Branch. Yep, the Olive, Olive branch. Italian Branch. Yeah, Olive Italian Branch. Yeah. Um, Rice and it was Italian. really good. She uh, she also runs the Simplicity Podcast, okay. which I was on. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's, she does comedy. She was on a TV show when she was a kid. She does really? all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. She was actually uh, one of the Bradys, believe it or not. Oh, no, she wasn't. I thought I recognized you. Oh, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I thought I recognized you. <laughs> Please welcome to the show my good friend, Lakeisha Poole, everybody. Woo-hoo! Thank Yay. you, guys. Thank you, thank you. So I just couldn't wait because, you know. Jimmy said he swallows. Well, he's swallowing <laughs> right, right. his food. Yeah, which is a yeah, whole other topic. I'm going to swallow my glazed donut. But, uh, we're, our, our topic today is uh, the, the social media, the world of social media, the goods, the bads, uh, you know, and everything in between. But uh, before we get to that, Lakeisha, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing, where people can find your podcast, what you're working on, all Absolutely. that stuff. Absolutely. So everyone can find me on seven different platforms of Simplicity Podcast. Simplicity Podcast has been a podcast that was placed upon my heart um, that was generally just about giving back um, to the community, about love, relationships, business, and networking. And um, anything, a story that anyone has that's inspiring, that's where I'm at with it. Okay, why why is it called the Simplicity Podcast? The simple simple place, the simple way to live. Right, right. Life is simple, and a lot of times uh, we... We make things hard, uh-huh. you know, even when hard times are presented like it was um, even last year in the pandemic and we're sure. still in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the simplistic way of living is just owning who you are, okay. accountability and just living happy and right. being happy. Yeah. Right. OK. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. All right. Now, you chose the subject of social networks. Uh, can, can you tell us a little bit about why? What's that, you know, how's that played a part in your life? Do you like them? Do you not like it? Or it- 
Absolutely. You know, I've been waiting to talk about this. I kept saying, I'm going to talk about this months ago my, on my podcast. One thing that I wanted to bring up, too, was yesterday was National Unplugged Day. I really? I don't know if you knew that. And so, like the, like the Eric Clapton Unplugged album that we're talking about? <laughs> the, uh... Unplugged from the world. Okay. You know, um, I didn't unplug. Uh, no, um, I'm not unplugging. I wasn't unplugging. That was very hard to do. So, one thing that that I was talking about with social media is I'm, I'm hoping that as we move forward into social media going forward in years right. to come and generations to come, even after we're gone, sure. um, you know, I hope that we're able to do this in a positive way where it's healthy mm-hmm. and not uh, to a way that I've seen a lot of young people mm-hmm. that have seen certain things um, that they get discouraged, right. you know, and, um, what do you mean by discouraged? They get, uh, like comparing themselves comparing to other people, themselves, mm-hmm. the need to feel like you are, um, compete with others. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, that you're not valued. Right. Not I'm unless not you're posting something. Right, right. I'm not getting as many likes as this person. Exactly. Nobody has poked me on Facebook in a while. Exactly. I, exactly. I'm, I spend all this time pimping my MySpace page exactly. and nobody comes to it. <laughs> right. Now, on the flip side of that, uh, there are folks that get a lot a lot right. of attention and it can be overwhelming too. Sure, sure. So I really wanted to talk about social media in a way that social influence influencers are making money. They're mm-hmm. making a profit. Mm-hmm. I just hope going forward with social media, we use it in the right way. Right, right. Um, because it's money to be made there. So, so you say overall it's a good thing, but it's it can be a bad thing if taken the wrong way. It can be a bad thing. Like all good things. I mean, there's no good thing that can't become bad if you do it too much or you get too invested in it. Exactly. But if the focus is right, if, right. if your mindset right. is right on, why am I doing this? Why mm-hmm. am mm-hmm. I, you know, why why am I sipping? Why am I drinking? Why am I smoking? You know, it's a right. it's a reason for everything and there's a consequence to everything. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely found myself pretty addicted to my phone in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, am I mean, it's like, it's it's there morning, noon, and night, right. you know? Um, and I do have to, I have to make myself moderate. Or I'll get into kind of a almost like a hangover from too much stimulation and too much interaction. I find myself just scrolling mindlessly or just, you know, checking my email again and again. Like that's not a healthy place for me to be. It's not. And I'm going to tell you, with even with dating, mm-hmm. even with uh, doing stand up comedy and being an entertainer, I know I started like dating over a year ago mm-hmm. and I would be out. And of course, I'm always, my phone is, to me, is business. Sure. Right? And you have to be mindful, too, that people have your attention. Right. So now- Yeah, there's nothing out, worse than- You're on your phone, like, like, the whole time, and you're just looking and looking and looking, <laughs> right. and it's just like, dang, am I boring? Yeah, Maybe like, they're really not into huh, me. I guess I can't compete with the uh, entire internet. You right, know? and it happens. <laughs> and I remember I was on a date over a year ago, and this guy was like, huh, are you going to put your phone down? And Whoa. I was like, what? I was like- what are you talking about? This is business. Do you you do realize that I have to do book you know book shows and right, do certain right. things? So, um, but I had to think about that. Sure. Well, what do you guys think is is proper phone etiquette? When when is it okay to look at your phone when you're interacting with? I think someone if you're else? interacting, look at it. Um, and sometimes you know, at some point, um, certain things I may put on do not disturb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then get back to it, you know. Right, but I right. really believe in giving someone your attention. Absolutely. Um, but I didn't think about that until he said it, because he was always just used to being around me for like. So, three so were you? Four kind, years. You were kind of offended at first, but then you kind of got it. Um, I wasn't offended. I think I 
was like, man, we've been hanging out for like two years as friends, you know, right. just cool. We're still friends. Uh-huh. But I didn't realize he felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't feel, realize that until he said it. Yeah, I have friends, honestly, where I, I want to be like, dude, come on, you know, like I, there's there's no, it's such a new phenomenon that we don't really have the proper etiquette down for it. Yeah, but know, some people, it's just you have no. Those are the same type of people that'll like interrupt you and talk over you and things like that. You know, when I realized I had an issue with it or I had a problem mm. was when I started to travel. Mm. When I went to Cuba, I went to Cuba in uh, 2019, and then I've traveled a lot of different places. But when you're on, and I, I watch people do this on social media, they are going live. The whole time they're away on their trip. So where, when did you enjoy your trip? Right. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, you know, there is a time to... Like, sometimes you don't want to take pictures and videos and post about it because you just want to be in the moment. You want to be in the moment. Well, let's uh, let's get to a confession here. All right, cool. Uh, this one is from uh, Laura McMullen, Zanesville, Ohio. Zanesville. Zanesville. Could you imagine like... living in a place with, that starts with a Z? Z. Z. <laughs> Z. Yeah. Can you think of another town that starts with a Z? Uh, no. Zonkers. Zonkers. No, I'm thinking where of Yonkers. Where is that? <laughs> like, well, where is that? <laughs> <laughs> that is still. That is that. Did a three-year-old name that town? Yonkers. Like, who names it Yonkers? Like, <laughs> Yippity doo. <laughs> Zippity doo da. <laughs> All right, Zanesville, Ohio. Laura McMullen says, even though social media has many benefits, if I had to choose a life between social media and without it, I would choose without. Uh, my favorite thing about social media is that it enabled our military families to stay connected when they were deployed. The downside is that people have become more callous, integrities have changed, and lives have been in- interrupted, even placed on hold. Prior to social media, people were neighborly in ways that seem almost as a foreign concept to the generations that have not experienced life before social media. She's absolutely right. You think so? Absolutely. I don't really remember people being all that friendly, to be honest with you. But we were. We spent more time outside. We spent more time really just um, being around one another. It does seem like I don't see kids outside playing much anymore. You know, not that I, I'm not like, you know, the type that's like, oh, these kids today. It's like, we, we played video games. We watched, we spent a lot of time inside too. But I almost never see kids outside playing. Well, we socialize more, you Mm -hmm. know, um, versus... I think we're getting, I don't want us to get to a, a age or a, the younger generation to get to a point where we don't know how to pick up a phone and we don't know how to talk. Everything is catch me, catch me on social media. Right, and right. that happens to me. So she's absolutely right. I'll get people that will not call me and, and family and they'll say, hey, I see what you're doing. We go through that as entertainers. Oh, I see you doing this. I uh-huh. see, I see, I see. I said, you know what? Let me step back from showing everybody everything. Right, How right. about you call me? Yeah. And check on me. Am I, am I okay? Right. Now, uh, are, so you're, you're a talk, you like the phone still. You like talking on the phone? I'm starting to get back into, after I got checked about, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just having my phone out the whole time. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I'm glad that he brought that up. Right, right. So now I'm learning how to, let me pick up the phone sometimes. Okay. Let me be the person on the other end not with everybody Mm -hmm. but just maybe not getting away from being a human being i swear though i cannot hear anybody on my phone like i don't know if it's cell phone (laughs) it's just my phone or just my ears or if it's like cell phone technology but i cannot have good conversations on the phone so it just doesn't sound right yeah kind of most of the time so you're an emailer and a texter pretty much yeah what about you jimmy (laughs) 
You, you t- I, uh, as far, like, I, I do call people, mm-hmm. um, but it is like a thing. Like, it's almost like the equivalent of like, there was a time when I feel like you could just show up to somebody's house and just like knock on the oh, door. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And now it's like the etiquette is more like, hey, I'm outside. I'm about to come to the. It's like I don't, you, I don't think I've knocked on a door in 15 years. Yeah, yeah you don't just <laughs> knock on a door. My, you, the, my knocking callus is completely gone. It's gone. It would it would be painful. And now it's like now it's like common etiquette to be like I'll text somebody right. to let them know I'm about to call them because calling them right, is right, such a right. such a massive. Like, oh get, my god! You give them, hey, you're up. calling me. If somebody calls me, I assume something is dreadfully wrong. I know. I know. Me too. Me I get, too. I get an instant anxiety attack when I get a call. I know. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. Doomsday oh scenarios god. before they even say hello. It's like, yeah. oh my god, who but died? But this is how bad it's getting. So like, yeah. my mom, week before last, had a fire in her building. Oh my goodness! Now I'm out. Whoa. But my mom always texts. But when she calls, it's like. What, what, I was wait, like, wait. I get back to mom. Wait, wait, wait. I wanna, what's your, <laughs> there's a fire in her building. She called, but I, I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, she, I don't know. She if just used like, the fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> this exactly. building is fire, and you're like, yeah, it sure is, mom. Yeah, I mean, the rent's a little high, but yeah, I guess fire. <laughs> so uh, mom's she, starting to she use called, the window, and then she texts. But she called first. I was like, my mom always just kind of called, but I, I right. get, I'll get back to her. But she never said in a text what happened. So she calls like my son. <laughs> so that's how I found out what happened. Yeah. Well, and, was everyone okay? Everybody's okay. Did it burn down or it was no, just like No, a- it was like somebody at the other end of the building. But my mom had, to, it was like, you know, really, I think it was like between 8.30 or so, but they had to go outside in the cold. Uh. But again... If I would just pick up the phone, but it was very loud where I was at. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll just get to my mom. But usually she would just say what, what it is. Right. She never really texted and right. said what it was. She was just like, um, can I call her when I get a chance? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I feel like parents don't quite know like how to text. Like I, I always like if my mom texts me, like call me ASAP or something like that. I'm like, right. oh, my God, what happened? <laughs> she's she's falling into a well or something. There's, you know, like. <laughs> Um, and then she's just like, you know, so, uh, you know, uh, your aunt is coming over on Thursday if you want to stop by, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or they'll just say like, they don't understand like the, the gravity of just sending somebody like an okay. You know what I mean? Like I'll right. text my parents and I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to do this, blah, 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 like long text. And you'll just get a text from like an older person. They'll just be like, Okay. I'm like, all right, what, are you mad at me now? Right. Like, you got to say, you got to give me something. Like, give me an exclamation yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've, had, Elaborate. we've had like a decade and a half to ease into texting culture yeah, with right. the norms and everything. Our parents are just jumping in recently, they are, I think, they are. a lot of them. But social media has made it that way. Mm-hmm. And um, that's another reason, too, when I watched um, uh, the social media dilemma, dilemma that's on uh, Netflix – that is something really great that Netflix oh, just put right. out. In yeah, the you last, were telling us. Can you tell yeah, us a little bit about more about that? Yeah. That? So it was like a lot of um, Instagrammers, programmers, and Facebook people when they first started out. So now uh-huh. they're saying, "Man, delete, delete your account, delete certain things because everything is um, pretty much creating who we are as human beings. Right. What we see, the way right. we communicate, like what we were saying earlier, uh-huh. and um, which is true. And I want to jump from. When I thought when I watched this on Netflix, I was thinking about how now social media you can video call people. You don't even need a phone. You don't even yeah. need a phone number anymore. Right. Somebody tried to call me one time <laughs> through I think Messenger and Instagram has that. 
who is making phone calls? I'm like, who is? Who are these people? <laughs> or, or they want to do like a video chat. I've so, gotten that. I get that every now and then. Yeah. And it, I, I like panic because I'm like, I have no it's idea weird. what I look like right now. It's really weird. But <laughs> that's 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 what's happening now. Right, right. You know, I, are phones going to exist anymore? Everything is just going to be on a digital uh, platform. We may not even have our phones for making phone calls. Yeah. We don't even know anybody's number anymore oh, like yeah. we used to back anybody. in the day. Yeah, I know like my childhood house number. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> like, if, if I get arrested, I'll just be like, well, maybe the people that lived at my childhood exactly. house can come uh, right. bail me out. We don't know anybody's <laughs> phone number. Uh, we're getting away from a lot of things. So it is it is some positives mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it. Um, is um, You know, uh, what she was saying as far as Keeping in touch with family, right. friends. That's the cool thing I absolutely, love. Absolutely. I've known my friends over 20, 30 years. Right. But I, I also don't want to get to a point where we can't interact as human beings. Sure, sure. You know, and everything is behind. Right. Well, some people think we're really just around the corner from having like chips implanted into our brains. Much, yeah. and yeah. And we're going to there won't technically be any need for real social interaction. Like right. we'll be able to just meet each other virtually. Right. You guys think that I I'm kind of looking forward to that to be honest with I you. I don't know. I'm I, not looking forward to it, but it's definitely going that direction. I, I mean, there. It's I. Uh, do you guys think within our lifetime we'll be pretty much able to live like just total virtual lives? I, I definitely. You think so? Especially uh, after last year, the pandemic. Right. Yeah, I think that might like speed things up. Oh, yeah. Same way, like a lot of stuff came out of the Black Death in the yeah. in the like 1300s. Yep. Like, because people just had time at home and they, uh, you know, like crisis kind of causes uh, innovation sometimes. Exactly. So 2020 was a year of change. And when I started my podcast, I don't know why I was saying it. I was like, it's it's about like a time of restoration and change. Right. And then it was like two months later, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, I shouldn't have wished oh, for man. that. Oh, <laughs> man. That wasn't the say? type of change right. I was... Uh... <laughs> Uh, this is some uh, but, some but monkey some, Paul stuff, right? With some positive change, where it is we're being uh, transitioned into being leaders and owning, right. and mm-hmm. like they said, maybe seventy five percent of women are not have dropped out of the workforce, or we've taken pay cuts. Seventy five percent of women, women, yeah. Like um, Joe Biden right now, President Joe Biden is working on a plan to get women back in the workforce. Wow, I didn't know. So what's the uh, what's the percentage difference between women and men? The is- men, I'm not too sure. I just saw that on. I, I know the men are still pretty steady, right? But women are like, look, there are other ways that we can make money. There are other ways that we can be creative. That's what I feel like. Twenty twenty, yeah, was for it us. has it has forced us to find new, just all of us to find more creative, innovative ways to communicate and to uh, put value into the world. Right. And, and uh, yeah, it's definitely. I don't know. What, what do you think uh, as far as technology in twenty twenty? Uh, well. In regards to the women dropping out of the workforce, no, no, just uh, only you know, fans, G- baby. <laughs> I know, right? That's it, and that's it. But that's a part of social media too, yeah. and they're winning. What, what is? Oh, I don't even know what that well, is. Tell them what's only fans. Only fans is basically any girl can basically be an amateur porn star now, which uh, is nice. Um, but it's like you you start like a a page, and then you post like. You know, a lot of nudes or whatever you want to post. You can post. Is that like, that's all it is? Is sexual stuff? And, and they're getting Usually paid for it. sexual stuff. Yeah, I mean, like it depends. Like if you're just posting nudes, some people just like full on like film a full sex video and like have different tiers of like you pay ten dollars a month, you get to watch me bang okay. my boyfriend. Right, that's and, right. that's, and it's that's couples, it. it's married couples that are on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the, how does this stuff not get out to the rest of the internet? It's on there. 
I mean, I mean once you put something on there, it doesn't matter where it is. It's out there, right? I think that's more controlled. They'd have to screen grab it. Yeah. Like, like you, they, it's like an account. It's like a, it's like basically like an Instagram account, but you have to pay a monthly subscription in order to access the account. Uh huh. Now, of course, you can certainly, if somebody is subscribed to your account and you post a picture, they can definitely screen grab it and make it, you right. know, to everybody. But right. I don't know. I really uh, I haven't seen too much of that. I've seen pictures of people's OnlyFans that, uh-huh. you know, other people have been subscribed to. And I'm like, oh, cool. And so there's nothing, it's purely just a, a I mean, people aren't putting their music on there or putting their No, comedy. Mike, but I think you should try it. I think you should <laughs> go on OnlyFans oh, and you go break that ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I think we should drop this new song by The Loss exactly. on OnlyFans. Yeah, and see why, how not? That, <laughs> why not? Why not? That'd be funny. That would be funny. But you know what? I'm like, I'm not, I've never gone on there, but I've heard about it, you know, but I'm not even mad that people do it because you're making money. Sure, yeah. do, do your thing. I don't judge anybody as much as i love myself and i'm always on a selfie which i'm going to do here in a few minutes but (laughs) (laughs) you know if people love the way whatever you post sure so why not get paid off of a selfie or whatever now if i was much younger (laughs) i would be on OnlyFans. absolutely (laughs) you're not that old but i know that's true too you did just have a birthday though we should mention happy birthday to lakeisha thank you i appreciate that pisces all right, let's jump to another okay, uh, confession cool. here. This is from uh, Meg V right here in Baltimore. Uh-oh. Absolutely both positive and negative. For me personally, I'd say it leans closer to the blessing side. For society as a whole, I think it's also done a lot of damage, but helped to give a lot of people opportunities to make their voices heard that had trouble doing so before, not to mention the information more readily available to everyone. Of course, it's also inspired a new kind of faceless bullying misinformation, and makes it easier for hate groups to find each other. I don't think that we'd be better off without it because I feel almost like it was inevitable that we as a society would end up here, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It does make sense. It does. I, I just want going forward that we use it in a in the right way. Right, right. Make yeah. money off of it. Stop putting crap out here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when? it's... You do, I, I don't know, as far as, like, all the things that people fear will happen from the internet, like, uh, you know, terrorism and, and theft and things like that, it's it's definitely a thing. I mean, you have to protect yourself. Yeah. But um, it's it's not, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's that, it's been that bad, you know? So then I have to bring up um, what she was just saying, too, as far as, maybe on a negative side, on, on the... You know, we could talk about the Capitol being stormed. Do right. you think that would have been as easy to organize without social media? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, would they have back in the day put this well, in a newspaper? I mean, riots have existed. You know, like things like that. Have, uh, no, they would have been how, how did they do this when like... Uh, Thursday at 5. How did they do this when uh, the, the, uh, Thomas Jefferson days right, and all right. that? Well, or, there was plenty of like, Franklin. How did they I do mean, this? I mean, I think back then they really would storm cap like uh, government buildings a lot more so regularly and like tar and the, feather people. You go to the end of the corner and ring the bell. Oh, the yeah. Town, bell. town crier. The town oh, crier okay. was the original... Guys, do you guys remember um, when, like, I remember when I was a little kid, we were at this gas station in Towson, and I think this was the tail end of before, like, social media caught up, caught up, like, caught on, and somebody was putting flyers on everybody's windshield talking about, like, boycott buying gas on this day. If we all do this, it'll lower the prices and stuff really? like that. Yeah. And that was, like, that was, like, what I'm imagining was the way people would get the word out right. before social media Whereas now it's so easy, but I, I think the difference is like 
back in the day, like if you were going to have a riot or some type of protest, it was it was more difficult to get the word out. And therefore, in order to get the word out, it had to be a much, I feel like, a much larger issue. It had to really affect people hmm, enough so that they were looking for right, some type of right. outlet. Like in today's world, it's so much easier to organize a demonstration, right. but it's so much more difficult to make it actually, you know, like consist mm. and and and, yeah. and move forward it's like you know people were all saying like after the uh sandy hook shooting not the Sandy, the, the one in um florida forgot which one it was some yeah. school there was a school shooting and there was this big anti-gun demonstration where like thousands and thousands and thousands of students all went to this place and right. like demonstrated yeah. against guns and people were like this is amazing has this ever been done before it's like these kids are on Twitter all day. It's right. like all somebody had to do is be like, yo, we're all going to the mall. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And yeah. so it right. went, it's a meme. It was a meme protest, but it was a viral protest. And so you get all these kids there that don't actually give a shit. It's just what's cool today. Right. So, hey, dude, yeah. everybody's going to the mall. We're all going to do this. Mm. And then, but the next day, it's on to the next thing. So it's like, yeah, you had this massive demonstration right, right. that ultimately culminated to nothing. It's kind of like, I feel like that's what a lot of these demonstrations are now. Just just kind of for the the sake of the... the yeah, it's just it's, a, it's a cool just the meme of the day. Go. Yeah, it's weird. This. We're I all mean, talking about this. Yeah, I always think about things like that, like when a social movement or something becomes cool and the majority of people that get into it don't really care about it. They just want to be cool. But at the same time, it's like if it's for a good cause, then what's the harm? You know, like that's just kind of, you know, human nature is like wanting to to be part of um, what's going on. That's pretty true. I, it just reminded me of uh, when we used to have food fights at school. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you guys participated in it, but I oh, did. Oh, yeah. So... We just kinda, minor ones. There was never a big one like right. you see a movie in TV. one. Yeah, yeah. I will say I had to face it. I just look so innocent, <laughs> and I'll go food fight, and everybody just start throwing food. Oh man, that <laughs> was, was my like, fantasy. So you'd have like big cafeteria full ones. Yeah, I kind of participated in that. that in <laughs> what my, high school did you go to? I went to Eleanor Roosevelt and Greenbelt. Oh, okay, where cool, Martin cool, Lawrence cool. went to Eleanor Roosevelt, uh, oh, the singer go. Maya. Did he really? Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, cool. the guy that started Google. Did he? Um, I know he was the a Google guy. Yeah, Google. He's, he came from Eleanor Roosevelt, 1989. Wow, yeah. wow that's yeah. incredible. So um, it's a lot, wow. of, a lot of superstars. Did out any of them ever like come back to give commencement speeches or anything? I think Martin did at one point. Martin Lawrence did. Nice. Did the Google yeah. guy participate in any I'm food fights sure. that you're aware of? <laughs> I don't think so. Martin yeah. probably was a food fighter. But but my my food fighting days was middle school because oh, okay. I had to get that out of my system before I got to high school, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I we, went to a magnet like minor school, ones, yeah. like throwing fries at right. each other or something. But it was but, never like a full on right. Like, you so know, teachers getting, getting hit in the head exactly. with applesauce. So just getting like <laughs> what the is word the out, of this? <laughs> <laughs> getting the word out is like how we did social media back in the day. It was like food fight. Yeah, it's like we gonna post it. It's well, Jimmy. Do you even remember a time like because probably for your whole adult life, it's you've been able to advertise things online and find things on like you don't you don't ever remember like placing an ad in a magazine or like oh no going to guitar center and no. putting like a flyer up so to give content i was born in 92 so when i was in middle school uh that would have been like i think i started middle school in 03 and that was pretty much coincided with like the advent of myspace which really right. is what, like the first major i would say social yeah. media i know there was social media platforms before that but myspace i think was the first one to catch on like Everybody sure. had a MySpace, yeah, you know, MySpace. Yeah. and um, so and that was, you know, before that, like I really was right. I didn't really I was 10 years old in elementary school. I really wasn't uh -huh. using the Internet. So you, You've never but you've just never had it's never been a part of your life to have to like copy a physical thing and go like paste it, you know, like tape um, it to a 
I've done stuff like that, like, you know, faxing, flyers. scanning stuff, flyers and right. stuff like that. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's because that would have been in the early 2000s. But now, I mean, somebody growing up that's 10 years younger than me probably would have no idea even how to use a copy machine or anything like that. Wow. Uh, you know, yeah. I was only doing that because that was like a little layover from sure, a time sure. past when my parents were yeah. still doing that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And it does seem, it almost kind of seems like sometimes it comes in reverse where there's so much internet stuff that yeah. doing a physical thing stands out. Yeah. You know? yeah. So do you remember dial up when we when Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> nobody could call you. I thought that was the coolest home. sound when I heard it. I was like, that is the future. It felt right so there. important, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember I remember dial up and watching the computer send a little thing to the other thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I had Windows ninety five until like right. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on the free uh, CD that they send you? Yeah. <laughs> like 30 free hours or something? Yeah, I have a promise. Mike gives me information that's not on a floppy disk like you. Exactly. <laughs> what is this? Like, An bro, MP3? Bro, it took me like two days to get through that. I was like, I'm just over it. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're actually going to release uh, this podcast on vinyl from now on. Mm. <laughs> exactly. It's more authentic, I find. I, you can, I like, there's something with the grooves. Yeah. It's you know, where it just gets in your ear better. Exactly. The smell of a new record. You always hear like vinyl people talking yeah. about the smell of it. Like, smell. There's just nothing like the smell of vinyl. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you know it's better uh, getting music in touch yeah. of a button. Not being a fucking Not on a floppy disk. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Uh, all right. This one's from Adam Lax, DC. Both. Aside from the obvious issues of hurting relationships and making people more distracted, the way social media is controlled by big tech makes it especially addictive and manipulative. They profit from keeping us on their platforms, and social media allows for so much disinformation to be spread easily. Uh, At the same time as a comic, social media is a gift because it allows you to reach more people with your comedic content and build an audience. All right now. Have you found that uh, social media helps you find... Yes, I've actually connected in so many ways mm. with networking. That's why mm. I always push everybody into networking. In so many ways, this social media, I've booked a lot of shows, met a lot right. of people mm-hmm. through social media. So yeah. I've chosen to take the high road right. on posting positivity. Sure. Keeping my negative. I have my bad days. Sure. Absolutely. You know, keep all of that stuff to yourself. Call your friends up. This right. is what's happening. Right. Yeah, I used to like kind of get know. into arguments and stuff. And right. So I stopped doing that. Right, yeah. This is like, why, I why, why am I wasting part of my life? And yeah, yeah. It, and every day is a new day. And yeah. that's my time. So right. where I choose to spend my time, uh-huh. I'm I'm trying to learn how to not give social media so much uh, of my time on uh-huh. a negative side, right, but right. pretty much pushing positives. Right. And the reason I'm bringing that up too with social media, a lot of people don't have, are not strong enough to see certain things and just, oh, let me like it and keep moving past it. Mm-hmm. People are really, they really take things to heart. Yeah, yeah, they really do. And it's, there's, there's some kind of like anonymity or something about the internet where like people will say things that they wouldn't say to your face. You exactly. <laughs> Everybody becomes very bold right, and right. different. Yeah, yeah. Um, behind, right? I behind guess behind like, a phone. It's kind of like the windshielding effect of like I think we've touched on this before, but like um, the difference between your attitude in like when you're driving 
Right. Versus, yeah. it's yes. like I think about that stuff all the time. Where like if somebody like cuts in front of you like on the interstate, and you're just like fuck you. But versus like <laughs> versus like if I was just like in line in a Dunkin' Donuts right, and right. somebody was walking next to me and accidentally like bumped into me accidentally, and I'm like. Fuck! Like you wouldn't do yeah. that. You wouldn't uh, do that. Yeah. Like the humanizing yes. Yes. factor. But when you're in a car, somebody like swerves one inch yeah. into your lane, and you're like, "I hope you die." And it's like, <laughs> it's like there's something about that one step removal, uh-huh. like that kind of windshielding yeah. effect. Yeah. Where like I found that even like not even necessarily a bad way, but like I found that the way I text, like even my sense of humor texting is different huh. than when I talk in person. Like not entirely, right? But like I'll make jokes over text that I wouldn't necessarily make. Like in person, like cornier yeah, jokes or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There is like, it's almost like you exist. Like people will voice all these things online right. and say these things online to the point where like, you know, because I used to do the same thing. Like I would get in Facebook arguments every now and then. Right. And then, you know, I'd go out to the open mics and like run into people. And it's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to act because it's like, dude, we were just like going at each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. online like earlier yeah, but today. but now we're actual humans. So and it's now, it's, <laughs> now it just seems so stupid. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. 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 It's just like, you know, when you when you were a kid, you get into it with somebody and you just like pushing each other uh-huh. and pushing and pushing. Now we don't the, the physical nature of of all of that is gone away. So like you, you said, you become people become bullies um, behind closed doors, mm-hmm. you know, and some yeah. people don't even leave their house. They do everything indoors. Yeah, you never see the sunlight. You right. don't know what that, the grass looks like, like anymore. That and, is depressing, like how it's like you can create something, put your all into it, and then some idiot who like never does anything can yeah. tell you how horrible it is. Exactly. You know, like with no restraint at all. Exactly. But but again, with social media, we we give everybody everything. Right. Like, you know, when he was talking about OnlyFans, get paid for your content. Why not? You know, sure. if you want to yeah, sure. be freaky or whatever, right. do, make sure you're making now, some money from wh- it. One thing that I, <laughs> I wish the internet was better with, and maybe it's getting better, is like, I feel like it, we should, as entertainers, be able to find our, like, be linked up with people who would be into our stuff easier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you think, like, algorithms would just, like, connect us directly. Because exactly. there's people all over the planet that might enjoy your art. Exactly. But it's like you have to force, you, you can only get to, like, so many people at a time. Yeah. I want the freaking computers to do that work for me. Well, well the, the, oh, go on. Well, but the cool thing is, uh, you probably about to say this too. I do like gen, uh, the new generation of Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, like, my oldest is 26. And my kids tell me, they're like, Mom, Facebook, you just told me this last week, my daughter Ashley, Facebook is really for old people Yeah, now. I've heard that, too. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I was like, you guys not on there? Like, no. I said, well, what are you guys on? <laughs> she said Instagram, and they're on Twitter. She was like, well, Mom, you probably get confused with Twitter. I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know? understand how you, how is Instagram, you have to have a picture for everything. But one thing I was going to say is with Instagram, you can control, you know how when you first set it up? And or if you switch it over to like a business mm. side of it, you can switch it to um, as from personal or personal to business. Yeah. Then you can start to generate if you're into fashion. So right. Instagram knows that hey, I'm gonna connect everybody like you just said through the algorithms uh-huh. through your content. Your content and what is what generates attention to you uh-huh. and to your page. Yeah. And yeah. they know that. Mm-hmm. They know that. Right. And just like Facebook, they know it. Well, that's so. that's what I'm hopeful for as because, you know, the, the Internet has provided both and social media has provided both options and challenges for entertainers. But I'm hoping that we can all find our little fan base around right. the like, yeah. you know, because there's there's, you know, the whole world over. There's at least a thousand people that are into my 
would be into my stuff. You know what I yes. mean? It's like I I wanted to. Do you think in the future will it'll be easier to find our audiences? I think it'll be a lot easier. I think right now is switching your content, switching mm-hmm. over, um, making sure that like when I say go over to business. They'll bring everything, all the attention of everybody that's into what you're into. Right, right. But they're always going to have to find a way to monetize it. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's the issue is like the way – like we were guys talking about it before the podcast. about, And I noticed this too because when I used – I had like my band page on Facebook mm-hmm. and I also had the podcast page on Facebook. And there was a time when you could post something on your page – and everybody who liked it would see it. That right. would appear. That would seem to be the point of it. Absolutely. It's like, hey, I like yeah. this band. Yeah. I like this podcast. So when they post, I want it to show up in my newsfeed. Sure. Now it's like you literally get zero yeah. organic yeah. traffic. And Facebook has kind of modeled the algorithm so that right. you have to spend not just money, yeah. Yeah. but pretty big money uh-huh. to be able to compete for space because there's so many people. There's so many larger budget corporations, right. companies putting thousands mm-hmm. upon thousands so of dollars. Is that why when they when they made that change like a few years ago, they kind of mm-hmm. said like, well, we want Facebook to just be more of a friends and family type of thing. We wanted to go back to that. Yeah. Was the flip side of that they really just want people to have to pay more? <laughs> like Well, they have to look, the issue is is that the, the Facebook has really two ways of making money. Mm-hmm. The the first way is probably the minor way, which is paid advertising right the second way is pretty much selling your data and information to to advertising companies so they can target you for things like that so i don't know as facebook got to the i don't know dude i don't know they've changed a lot now um where like i said if you're not constantly posting content that is drawing people to you so if your band you know everybody like you said they see your band page but they see it, they may not like it, mm-hmm. but you almost have to go and like your own stuff yeah. and maybe create another page to generate that yeah. activity to for have, people to see, right? You're saying like have like a, a fake bunch guy of dummy who's, accounts. Who's yeah, like, this, pretty much it. Yeah. This Jimmy yeah. Celeski if, is wonderful. Right. <laughs> yeah. You almost have to do that because I'll just do that nobody, with my whole fan base. Can I just do like a thousand of those? And <laughs> nobody will ever see it if, if nobody likes yeah, it. Yeah, you could do or, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, has anyone done that? But just it's like, like I have like a ton of like fake people that don't people exist that do it that's like what they used to do with voting you know yeah, like yeah. in corrupt elections yeah, yeah they get like dead people to vote much, yeah, i'm yeah. gonna create like a bunch of dead people like hey, this, and they're all gonna be really into me it's like if they create something though if they create something like on instagram where they make it super possible again for you to connect with people that are going to connect with you what's ultimately going to happen is that they're like you're then benefiting your business is benefiting from the connection to people they're going to want a way to monetize that. And so all these things eventually devolve into how can we make this a paid thing? How can we make you mm-hmm. have to pay for this for this exactly. service that we're giving you? Like, right. you know, like TikTok, for instance, TikTok is on the up and up. Uh, that's like the new. That's another thing. Kids are all over TikTok. Yeah. That's like the newest yeah. thing. And the, the floss yeah. dance. And on TikTok, it's very easy to get uh, a viral video because their algorithm is not set up the same way with Instagram. Like Instagram kind of pushes highly trafficked stuff towards the top it caters your news feed much more so like uh-huh. you're only seeing what they want you to see whereas tiktok is just kind of literally it's almost like a random thing so you can be, have you can be a guy with 200 followers post a video and have it blow up and get a million views i know that's right you oh, know wow. but as it gets more saturated right ultimately they always money interests yeah, come in yeah. and things start to happen and then it always becomes this tiered off process where it's like okay like if you're a guy with 200 followers your shit's not going to show up nearly as much as this guy with 10,000 followers right. because, you know, this guy's paying to promote his stuff. And the only the only way we can justify some 
charging somebody to promote their stuff is by saying that your stuff gets shown less than the people yeah. who pay for it, right? You know, or else what's the point of paying for it? So mm-hmm. they have to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, let me since you brought that up, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think about how people are paying for followers? It's almost like what. <laughs> Unfortunately, and it's kind of like anything. You go, you walk into a restaurant, um, and if there's nobody sitting in the restaurant, you're like, "What's wrong with this restaurant?" You walk into a party. No, I'm the, like, "Oh, good, no eye contact." <laughs> awesome. <laughs> or like, you, you get invited to a party and you show up and there's nobody there. It's just you and like the owner. It's like, you, there's a certain, there is a certain psychological thing sure, where sure you want to be part of something yeah, that other people yeah. are part. People of. aren't going to take you as seriously. Like if I watch a YouTube video, for instance, and the video has 200,000 views, there's a certain air of legitimacy to that. Like, and he could be saying the same thing as the guy with 20 views. But for whatever reason, if I see the guy with 20 views saying, I'm like, does anybody else see this? Is, mm. is this guy right? I don't know. Like, yeah. what's going on? Is this guy funny or am I just, am I tripping right now? Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know. You know, so there is, I, I think there is some weight to like what we did with our account was like we just got up to like or my personal account I just kind of like followed and unfollowed a bunch of people just to get to a thousand mm-hmm. just to get to a thousand yeah. because it was like you know if I expect people to want to take my band seriously I don't want I'm not I'm not out here trying to get a million follow a million fake followers but I also don't want to have thirteen you know what I mean yeah. like I want to have like a, a, an enough amount sure. so that the sure. average person comes in and says okay this band has something going right. on you know right. what I mean yeah. because unfortunately people a lot of people won't won't even give you the time of day unless they see that other people have given you the time sure. of day. Sure. Oh, oh, I yeah. just saw something like that the other day. Oh my gosh. See, now you gotta make me grab my phone because I wanna tell you what it says. Yeah. Again. The rich so gets deep. free. Again on your phone. It's so deep, I know. I'm so addicted. That's, that's kind of meta. I gotta check it, it again. It's going meta right now. Very meta. <laughs> you know, yeah. it gets creepy when, well, I think I used to go to bed when I was married. And I would have my phone under my pillow. Uh, see, that's how. That's I know you, you like whisper "I love you" to your phone instead of your partner. <laughs> phone whispers back. You, wait, you don't look at your spouse or your significant other. Right. You just look at your phone. Yeah, you yeah. Go, that's like, kind of how I feel. Like, I mean, there's. I have no better friend than my phone. Yeah, phone's on my side. Real quick, while you're looking it up, what okay. about this 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 debate that's been going on socially? about whether your phone is listening to you actually talk Ooh. or not. Because we've all we've all had that experience of being like, I was just talking about Wonder Bread, and all of a sudden Wonder Bread pops up. And Alexa. Yeah. Right, right. And I got Alexa I was just talking about house. Alexa, and then Alexa on OnlyFans pops up. Yeah. It's, no. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's common sense, dude. <laughs> Think about it. The fact that at any point during the day you can say, hey, Alexa, means that that thing's always listening. Or else how would it be listening when you say, hey, Alexa. That's a good point. But how do you know it just doesn't turn on when it hears the words, hey, Alexa? You know, Because I mean, it has to be on to, to register in the first... If you turn what if, it off... What if you say, hey, Alexis? When you say Alexis. The thing, look, your phone... People talk about all the time, like it's this crazy conspiracy. They'd be like, yeah, I was talking about like shoes with my friend. And the next day I go on Facebook and an ad for shoes pops up. And the next thing you know, I see a guy wearing shoes. Yeah. How do you know it's not confirmation bias, though? Dude... All I'm saying is, is that the fact that your phone, at any point, you can say, okay, Google, right. or hey, Siri, or whatever it is, and your phone immediately pops it up and pulls it up, means that that phone is always hearing what's going on, waiting for certain keywords to trigger it into doing what it's supposed to do. Right. There's no possible way, uh-huh. in my opinion, that, that like, it wouldn't make sense to me otherwise. It, obviously, that thing is hearing what's going uh-huh. on constantly. But why is it only kind of, do they just not do it all the time so it doesn't look too suspicious? Because no, it's I, only like every now and then that happens. Why I feel did, like why 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 is it a reason to listen to what's happening around people? 
so you can hear what so they know what to advertise for them yeah Ah, that's that's okay. a big thing. All these social media, like when you when you go on Facebook, the reason why it's a free platform is because they are tracking your likes, they're tracking what kind of posts you gravitate yes. to, your friends, interests, and things like that. Right. And then that information gets gets bought and sold by companies. So they go, okay, we know this guy Jimmy Seleski uh, leans this direction politically. He associates with these things. These are the likes, and this is what we're going to target him for. So is that a plus or a negative? Is that a positive or a negative? Because one thing I don't like to do is go live. I, I refuse to, you know how people do stand up live? Uh-huh. I'm not going on live doing all that. That's what? free. Yeah. Put it on YouTube. And yeah, you can still. Uh, we we got pretty good tips from the, uh, well, the yeah, charity that, that show. That one, I mean, yeah. yeah. But you know how some people have like their own show and they just go yeah, live yeah. every week. Every Wednesday, I'm going to go live. Okay, where are you making some money from going live? Mm-hmm. Record it. Put it on YouTube. Yeah. Generate the audience until you can generate, you know, um, some another attraction, another audience to mm-hmm. follow you. Maybe on Roku TV taping or whatever stuff like that. Right. I see it all the time. I just feel like the live part of Facebook, we give too much of our content away. Mm-hmm. Not like what we did with uh, the comedy show, but I mean, people are constantly going live all the time. Right. And I just want everybody to win. If we're gonna, if we're gonna be a part of this social media world, make sure we're winning. Make sure we are able to attract, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, the mm-hmm. the market that we want to attract in a positive way, but also in a way that you're making money too. Yeah, don't yeah. give everything away. Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like just the whole model for entertainment and probably for everything is just changing. Yeah. So this is like the biggest change in it, probably since like 1920 or something. Yeah. And it's like we still haven't figured out exactly what the new model is going to be. You know what I mean? The pandemic has really put us on another platform now that everything is digital. Every like you, you are your own producer on everything now. Well, no, putting your own show, <laughs> putting your, <laughs> but everybody is like a boss now. Why? Why aren't we out here all producing stuff? Yeah, now? I mean that is another Especially, good point of it. Is yeah. like as far as artistry. It is easier than ever to be able to create what you want to create and show it to people, right. I think. I mean, back in the day, just like imagine like, you know, if, if you came up with a, an idea or something, like just all the levels you'd have to go through. Um, and one thing, too, that a, a negative side for comedians is that now we know everything has been done. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> like back in the day, you could have a joke and somebody in Boise, Idaho could have the same joke and you would never hear each other and nobody would ever say. Now, any joke you come up with, someone somewhere can be like that was on the internet exactly that's why i refuse to do live. i like the virtual the virtual is cool but as far as let me go live every week Uh, and uh, and waste a whole hour of my life giving away all my stuff right right yeah yeah so yeah yeah. all right well this has been a good talk you guys thank you so much lakeisha for coming by this is excellent yeah you're welcome back anytime Thank you. Thank and you. Once again, you have the Simplicity Podcast, and people can find that. Yeah, guys, follow me. And Just I am on uh, Instagram. I am Key. Simplicity Podcast is on um, Instagram as well. And then I go by Lakeisha Poole, whoever that girl is on Facebook. But um, I've enjoyed my time here today. All right. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Lakeisha. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Of course. We'll see you guys next time on The Confessional. There we are.